Nobody move. Nobody, nobody breathe. <laughs> We're gonna have to be really careful this episode. The water level is really high. But the water's really warm. Like this is nice. Yeah. I think I filled it to the level that like. Tub speaks. Oh, we're really lowering now. <laughs> we should start, I guess. So, yes. welcome to the Stanley Scrub. I'm David Cummings, and I'm Jansen Denick. Uh, a lot of talk about, you know, we Lots. missed some time. Um, yeah, should we go over that? Well, yeah. Apologies to the adoring fans everywhere. Um, we really wanted. To bring the second episode to you sooner. Yeah, we uh, we actually filmed it weeks ago, um, but uh, we had a bit of a technical error. Um, we won't make that mistake again, I hope. Uh, our our setup here is is not the highest of quality, but it's it's got a lot of soul. Yeah. Our yeah. our setup has a lot of soul. Um. But yeah, you know, I I got my tonsils out over our reading week. Kept me up for two weeks. Two weeks today, finally. I'm, I'm done my recovery allegedly. So. Good. Yeah, we're doing we're doing good, and we're here, and a lot has happened in hockey. The whole we we did our first episode before the season started, and we've had quite a lot of season to go over. Nearly a month. Nearly a month, but it's still still very early days. So we're seeing some big, big breakout players, some huge surprises, some teams, with some early looks. Some questionable, some absurd, very, <coughs> very early still. Sorry, just ate a big piece of bread with peanut butter. Jensen, let's talk about some teams because what? there's some crazy teams out there. Let's talk about the Montreal Canadiens. Why are Start, we starting with the Canadians? Because they're my favorite team. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about Cole Caulfield. I want to talk oh. about. How awesome he is. He's so good. He's shooting 11% right now, and he's scoring a lot of goals. And he's getting a lot of points. He's over a point per game just slightly. He is showing up this year. And unless he gets injured, he's having a wicked season. How many points does he have? I don't know. I don't remember. It's like one more than a point per game. Really? Is he their leading scorer? He's 100% the leading scorer. Nick, Nick Suzuki's not really... Okay, but... Uh... I might have to I'll, sit on the drain here. Okay. No, it's all good. Keep I going. might I might concede he's a great player. I like that. Short of a Thank you. short of a star. Uh, he's he's just he's growing. He's he's not he's gonna get he's not, there. Not quite a star yet. But he'll get there. In the grand scheme of things, looking at the overall picture of the Canadians, does it matter? It'll matter someday, I think. When somebody better comes along. Mm, okay. <laughs> I he's know. not he's not the guy. I think he could be the guy. You think he could be the guy? Oh my god, he's so awesome. <laughs> he's so awesome. Okay. Now he's we're seeing some bias on the In in fantasy hockey he's like top twenty right now in our league. I don't have him. I want him. Is he gonna remain top twenty? I don't know. No. Top forty, I'm confident. He's Maybe. got peripherals, he's got everything. He shoots the puck a lot. Does he scores. He? Yeah. He's awesome. Well, I gotta be honest. I haven't been watching a lot of Canadians hockey. It's been pretty irrelevant to me. Yeah, it, it's, it's they're, they've got a great record. They've got a great start. It's not gonna stay that way. 
but not in that division. It really shows how good of a coach Martin Saint, Martin Saint Louis is. Like he's he's really given a lot of spirit to this team that like doesn't have much in terms of roster. Like true, you know Sean Monahan, Sean Monahan's I th- I don't really remember his exact score, but like he might be point per game right now. He's he's scoring. Yeah, that's quite a resurgence. Yeah, considering people thought his career was dead. He was yeah seemingly dead in the water. Not so long ago. Yeah. yeah. So good for him. Yeah, good for him. It's awesome to see he's scoring oh, goals. Oh, and Mike Matheson. Now Mike Matheson. This, this awesome. is this is the guy I like. Yeah, of course. He's Co- from coming Pittsburgh. from Pittsburgh, <laughs> the guy that they never should have let go. Um, scored that that incredible end to end goal. Oh, I saw just, that. Just like deked everyone out of their pants. It, he's he's a number one defender for them. Is he a number one defender anywhere no. else? I don't think so. No. But 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 he, he he's risen he's risen to the challenge. He's like a fringe top pairing defenseman. Hundred percent. Like on a, on a on a contender, he's definitely like a guy you'd want on the the yeah. second pair. But what we're seeing from him is so much confidence. Yes, just so like much confidence. He, the way he rushes the puck, it's like Eric Carlson. Honestly, the amount of confidence. Well, better he than has. Eric Carlson right now. Okay. <laughs> well, is yeah. that where we're going? <laughs> we can go Pittsburgh Penguins right now, like a team that is shockingly. In the bottom of their division, they are stinky. They're bad. Sidney Crosby's still great, still doing great. No surprise. Gino's been the real story. Gino's been. Is he? Has he been, he's, he's been good. He's been yeah, electric. Just yeah. like turning the clock back ten years, kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the problem. Yeah, Gensel's been a little underwhelming to start the yeah, season. I don't coming, know his exact stat line, but he's coming just back from injury. Give yeah. him, give him a, give him a little bit of time. But. No, I don't think it's. Well, I, for Gensel specifically, it's not panic time. For Pittsburgh, I, I might say it's panic time. Like, It's not looking good at all. I'm not worried about the Eric Carlson, the defense. I think they'll figure that part out. What I'm not confident they'll figure out is Tristan Jari. No. He needs to figure it himself out. Who do they have backing him up right now? They got Nedeljkovic, oh, but Nedeljkovic is injured. Oh. So it's actually nobody. Okay, fair. Like nobody. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> Nadalkovic is not a bad backup. I mean, a few years ago he was awesome in the playoffs. Yeah, he's a good backup. He shows he shows glimpses of really high skill. Um, but mm, yeah, it's it's I don't the Penguins are not going to be this bad. They're not going to be on a three and six pace. It's a little disappointing the the to see them for them. I would imagine to see DeSmith play a really great backup role in Vancouver. Uh, Is that what he's doing? Yeah, I mean, let's talk about Vancouver later because they're the West, but they've got a really good goaltending tandem right now. Uh, Yeah, Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's having that resurgence they expected. I think the depth in Pittsburgh is probably still an issue. It's the it's the bottom six, the that lack of scoring. Yeah, they they're getting nothing from Ricard Raquel, who used to be a thirty goal scorer in Anaheim, and then Jeff Carter, who, well, you couldn't expect anything from him to begin with, but. Somehow, if it weren't, if it's possible, he's even more underwhelming than we could have even predicted. <laughs> I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard of him yet, so <laughs> I just assumed he was going to be. Um, okay, other guys. That we, I mean, I guess we just bounced from Atlantic to Metro. Sure. The Boston Bruins. Well, we were. We are in Metro, Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, yeah, like Montreal to Metro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Boston Bruins back in the Atlantic. Those guys are electric, and I'm shocked because I have them. I had them in my playoff predictions out. Yes. Of the playoffs. Yes. And they just won't They won't quit. They won't die. They won't die. They can't die. Like, no matter how old they get. Well, I guess, like, 
the old guys did go away, and now they're yeah. now they're just like a new crop. It's it's crazy. I, I don't I don't get it at all. It's not like it's not it doesn't doesn't feel like they have had like a young group. They've never the they've never had high draft picks, and when they do have high draft picks, they they, they were like busts. They had three first round picks in a row that mm-hmm. one year. Yeah, they, they drafted like DeBrusque, and then two nobodies. Yeah, when there were like players like Barzell, Kyle Connor, Sebastian Ajo, all yeah, on the in 2015, board. Yeah, yeah, they they totally botched that whole thing. Yeah, I mean DeBrusque has been solid, but like for what he's expected to be, he's not he's not hitting those quotas. Yeah, he scored a oh he had a wicked, I think it was goal last night. He um, I forget who they were playing, but whoever they were playing, he comes in on the defense and he like does like a little. He's like looking one way, just like the little Wayne Gretzky shot, except it was like a little slip pass through the guy's legs to Marchand, who was like sneaking behind him. Marchand picks it up, takes a shot for a rebound, and DeBrusque just fires it. Fires oh. it. It was a beautiful sequence, and it's like Boston. The Boston Bruins feel less like a really well-made roster. It's more like a really well-maintained culture. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? It's just like they play this. The same way, no matter who's out on the ice. Yeah, it feels it feels like they've still got Chara back yeah, there. Yeah, and he's it's not there. It's that spirit of being a Boston Bruin. Exactly. It's like you put on that jersey, and then you buy into that culture. And the Zombie Nation song comes on when oh, you score. Oh, how could how, like oh, what, what could be a better motivator? Just oh my god, <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it, right? You got Zach on the first line. He's he's risen to the challenge in the last four or five games. Um, is yeah. he going to be a number one center? No, he doesn't need to be. It's Boston. Boston's going to figure it out. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll find out come playoff time. But they're, they're right now they're on pace to be better than they were last year. And I, I think, don't. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think the real story with them is that Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman are both lights out. Yeah, they're both number one goalies. No matter where you put them in the league, they've got the best goaltending tandem in the league. I mean, we could talk Vegas, in the, in, but... In the East, for sure. I would definitely say, yeah, we'll say the East. Yeah. Definitely the most established. Very impressive. Yes. Um, other teams in the Atlantic, uh, Detroit. Detroit's had a huge come up. They've kind of yes, slowed down a little bit. they've slowed down a bit, especially with the top players. And I think that's what really what it's linked to, is that their success has been on the backs of, of Larkin and Debrinket and Cider. Yeah, a lot of confidence on that team, though. Yeah, um, it's good, because I think a lot of people... Deserve to. A lot of people were doubting Yeiserman for that the whole rebuild plan because it looked, plan. looked like it pretty much stalled. It didn't look like it was going anywhere. No, yeah. But it's, now it's starting to show some progress, so that's good to see. But I do not do not see them sticking around in this playoff race. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that surprised if they did. Like I think. I think they're going to continue to fight for their spots. And I think just that Larkin to Brinkett connection, both Michigan lads. They're both nuts. Like yeah. they've been playing really good. Obviously, they had to slow down. They were at an unreal clip. Um, I think they're going to be relying a lot on their depth. Their defense has been looking solid. Like there's a lot of when I was watching their games, there's a lot of confidence on defense, dancing that blue line. Like it just seems so solid. Um, goaltending, I feel like, is a question for them always. Like Vili yeah. Huso is kind of that like starter, and uh, James Reimer's like he's been the real story in their net like he's been really good but Billy Huso is still gonna be taking that top spot I think because obviously James Reimer's you know a bit old right uh, he's been wonderful though been really good for them yeah we'll see where that goes yeah I don't I think, think be... they expect Huso to necessarily be their 
their goalie of the future because they do have they do have some good goalie prospects. Sebastian Kosa has yeah. been lighting it up in the AHL this year. Yeah, um, I, he's going to take a while though. Goalies take so long. It's true, but I think he fits the timeline better. I, I, I agree. I think that's totally true. Debrinket fits it so well. What a what a huge yeah free agency that catch. Was, that was good. Yeah. And he's been, he's playing so much better than he did in Ottawa. Like he was yeah. great in Ottawa. I but think like, he just really did not like it here. No, he uh, he just he, he maybe he tried, but he he drives the plays these days. Like he's yeah. he's moving that puck around. Yeah, which he did sometimes in Ottawa. But like when I watched the games, it didn't feel like it. It, it mostly felt like he was just waiting for his opportunities to happen, and that's yeah. when he capitalized. But now he's now he's really making them. Yeah, now he shows why he's like a a goal scorer. Yeah, you know? he's really really great player. Um. Obviously, Mo Sider's been good. I think we have to talk about another team. Yes. Who to talk about? The Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. What, what a surprising team. Treading again. water. But, but, like, they've got it figured out. They yeah, know what I, again, a culture of winning. It's like they they saw, like, oh, we've got a guy back there who's Jonas Johansson's been lights out. But yeah. at the same time, I think that has a lot to do with Tampa Bay just accommodating for a goalie who hasn't who's not Vasilevsky, a guy who's more of an AHL backup than he is an NHL starter. And they they've really given him a good shot at this first little run in the NHL for him. True. I just yeah, as long as they're staying like 500 right now, they're going to be totally fine cuz Vasilevsky comes back, it's all going to be they're even it. better. So. Yeah. They're they're an awesome team. Not worried about them at all. Again, an instilled culture of winning in that team. Like yes. that's that's just very clear. Uh, yeah. Just like Boston, I mean, you know, not at the top of their division, but they're they're no. where they need to be. They're, it's pretty status quo for them by now. You know, they don't care about winning the division. No. Leave that for teams like the Maple Leafs. <laughs> they seem to care about that more. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. That's a funny point. Uh, we can talk about the Maple Leafs. Yeah. I mean, they've had a great start. Matthew slowed down for sure. Yeah, they've had an okay start. I think the record's five, three, and two. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's it's okay. They, get the whole Atlantic division has been really top notch. Like I think they're That's almost true. all they're all five hundred. Yeah, they're now. all in. Yeah, except for Boston. Boston's just out of the. They're, they're already. Winning. They're all they're all above five hundred. Yeah, or at least around there right now. Um, yeah, the Islanders are of course in the mix. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Uh, I yeah the Islanders are so confusing. It's they're they're doing really well. And I think it's because, you know, every time we doubt them, they're just, they just love to prove us wrong. So I think, I think what it's going to take is for a lot of people all at once to say, I think the Islanders are really good. And then they're going to really take a nosedive. Yeah. <laughs> once we're like really counting on them. Yeah. Um, I think. Which, uh, which that's what did happen. Yeah. Because when they went to the conference finals, like, was it back to back years? Yeah. And everyone's I, like, I like the Islanders. And I heard they a immediately, lot of them, like, they, they, they were so bad after. I heard a lot of, like, never bet against the Islanders. I remember when I put my bracket up that, like, last time they went to the conference finals, I was like, never bet against the Islanders. <laughs> like, they're going to the conference finals. And I, I put that in, and I'm like, thank God. And the next year, I was like, Okay, so they're making the playoffs. Never bet against this. <laughs> and, like, it was just so confident. It was a confident vote from me. And a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, they're like a shoe in for the playoffs. And it's like, no, <laughs> they're not. Yeah. They missed it that year. Yeah. Um, so I think overall, when we're talking about the Atlantic division, I think the, the whole thing seems pretty. Or I guess not the Atlantic. This is the Metro. We're talking about. Is the Islanders the Metro? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Sorry. That, that's okay. Sorry, guys. But I think a lot, even when we're talking about the East, I think a lot of things are going to stay status quo this year. 
I think we're in a weird spot, especially with the Atlantic, where it's like all the teams that are like the bottom dwellers, aside from Montreal, yeah, they're they're really trying to turn like yeah. to turn over the you've, division. You've but, got Buffalo, but I don't. I just yeah. don't think those teams, like the teams at the top, are not ready to. We're gonna see because yeah. it's it's like we're at that point where the teams at the top are like kind of approaching their downfall, but they're not ready yet to let go. Yeah, you know they're still cooking, and then the teams at the bottom have. Like, a lot of them have rebuilt to a point where they can compete. Like, okay, well, like, you've got Buffalo, Detroit, and Ottawa are all at a point where they can compete. They can win games. They've got they've got guys who are ready. They've got young rosters who are ready to go. Um, and they're just almost good enough to make the playoffs, but not yet. And then you've, I, got, you've yeah. got the guys at the top who aren't letting go yet. We've got an even division aside from Boston at the top, you know. Yeah. So it's like... I think I think the Ottawa, Buffalo, Detroit have all shown little signs that they're not quite ready. Whether that's goaltending yeah. or Buffalo, defensive issues, yeah. Buffalo's really relying on their goaltending. Plus, their offense hasn't yeah. quite popped yet. So I think Buffalo could have hope in a Lukanen and Levi tandem. Like Lukanen's yeah. been pretty, no, that's that. Lukanen's got a nine twenty six. Right yeah, now. that looks pretty bright for yeah. the future. Levi had an okay start. He got yeah. injured, but like. Those two will be awesome yeah. as a tandem, you know, and they they could be good this year. Ottawa's goaltending is rough. I you know Anton yeah. Forsberg like last year and this year has been terrible. The year before he was pretty awesome, but not really. Yeah, they've gotten some good not starts right from Corpusalo, but it's not. Corpusalo's uh, rocking a nine nine oh something. If it's yeah. a nine oh, I'm not pre- I'm not pleased with that. Well, you've seen Jari post two shutouts this year, but he has an eight ninety five, I think. Uh, if you're comparing with Jari, your goaltending <laughs> is, is an issue. Mm, um, yeah. Uh, Detroit, obviously. Yeah, I think it's like with those with those teams, it's like they've got all the pieces. Yeah. They're just obviously missing, and for all of them, the trend is goaltending. It's like goaltending is one of those things you can have a goalie go on a really good run, but like. You know, it's still questionable. Yeah. If you're not sure, if you can't really rely on your goaltender as much as a guy, as Tampa Bay or Boston or I mean Toronto can't really, but you know, you know what I mean, like. Yeah. Toronto's got hope. Toronto's got problems. But, yeah. Joseph Wall is not a problem. He's he's been good. He had one bad game. Yeah. They've thrown Samsonov in. He's he played. I think last night he's playing tonight again. They're really trying to give Samsonov a chance. He put up a nine fifty against Boston. Yeah, which still is great. Lost. I mean, you know, bad goalies can have good games. Tristan Jari, for example. You know, it's all about consistency. You know, I I like Joseph Wall for the future. For the future, he he's not a starter though. He's not ready to be a starter. You know, probably not. No. Um, okay, well, let's talk about more teams. Washington Capitals. They've been winning some games. I hate I, I hate that they're doing that. They're they, not winning they were, that many games. They're like five hundred. Yeah, they put they were like in a worse spot before. They're though. they're. Yeah, I think they're, yeah. Ovechkin, I think, just, like, got his shit together. Ovechkin still only has one goal, though, I think. Or does I, he have a goal? I don't, he's he's almost, I think he's got quite a few points now. He might be point per game now. He's got, he's got well, some assists. He's, he's got a really low shooting percentage. Yeah, I he's, think it's 5-6%. I, 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 I think he's a bound, we're bound to see from Ovechkin, like, a hat trick. And then maybe another hat trick. Yeah, I think it's. And then he'll be like right in the scoring mix. I think for him it'll it'll be an inconsistent thing, but I think well, he, he's he been usu- quite unlucky. He usually is like streaky with his goals. He he mm. he, he does score goals in bunches. Yeah, um, I mean, and he scores them all from that one spot. So yeah. it's like 
a team that has seemed to forgot forget about that spot yeah. will not know. When, once they play the San Jose Sharks, yeah. we'll see him score five. <laughs> yeah, that needs to happen. Um, I really want to talk about, in terms of just like unlucky players, yeah. Tim Stutzler is a guy who's over a point per game right now, and his shooting percentage is like 6%. Mm. It's low. Yeah, and um, this is coming off of a... Like, monster season. 30... Almost 40 goals. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's not scoring many goals. He's got a lot of assists. I think yeah. he's got 11 points in 10 games, if I'm correct. It's 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 been a weird start. As someone who owns him on the fantasy team, it's like, you know, it's not really exactly what you like to see. I watched him last night against LA. He was dog. He was so bad out there. Yeah. Um, he got a really... He drew I, I he drew a penalty against Doughty. <laughs> that's like his that's go. his big draw. If that was a I mean that metric. shows shows he's working. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. working for it. I mean, well like it was when I watched it, it was like <laughs> he just skates into Doughty and Doughty like kinda of like puts his arms up because like to hug him because he's got a he's got a baby flying towards him if you've got a baby flying towards him towards you, you're gonna catch the baby. And he, <laughs> he catches Stutzla just to be nice, like to he like he almost he almost like uh he cradles him for a second, and then Stutzler goes, ah! and like, <laughs> takes the ice. And Doughty like it's like the camera goes on Doughty when the penalty's called. He's like he's like laughing. He's like this is absurd. Like I think it's like what is the Stutzler, call? Interference? Yeah, it was interference. <laughs> it actually that good because Stutzler jumped into his arms. Yeah, that was it. Stutzler, Stutzler's like I don't like watching him because it's like he's a great player, but the way he draws penalties makes me so sad. It's like. Oh, it's so embarrassing uh, yeah, to see that. I think he could stand to get a little bit tougher. He could. He could. I mean, <laughs> especially I, if like if you're if playoffs is your is your hope. Yeah. Then it's you got to know it's gonna be that guy's gonna get eaten alive. You need to gr- you need to be. Yeah. I yeah. I've, something like yeah. He's one of the most skilled like players in the league when it comes to like little puck things, like little yeah. puck touches. But it's those in the NHL. It's really you have to be able to grind in the corners and like win your puck yeah. battles. And I think that's something he could get better at. I mean, Ottawa's got Brady. Like, yeah, Brady belongs in the playoffs. That guy is so yeah, incredible. He's, he's yeah. He's, I mean, it's it's weird that like he is the way he is, and he he's like over the past few years taken Stutzler under his wing, yeah. and Stutzler is still ending up like this as a baby flying through the air well, maybe it's to just, be cradled I, by I, Drew Doughty. <laughs> Perhaps it's just the case of Stut- or of uh, Kachuk. Just doing the dirty work for him. Yeah, I mean, well. yeah, I mean, Kachuk, Kachuk himself is a star on his own. He's been great this year. Um, and on the back end, two guys who've really been incredible. Sanderson, oh my lord, number you one, know, he's, f- he's number one right now. I mean, I think he's their he's their number one future and present. Well. You gotta talk about Jacob Chikrin. That guy has been so incredible. You will. What a pickup for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Any they, team who was gonna get him from Arizona was gonna get a big prize. Like I was, I've been big on Chickren for years now, which is why he's so good. Because I, because I, because I he has he has the David seal of. See, Campbell. I was I was the first guy to to scout this guy out, and I was like, this guy's money, and everyone was like, I was like, nah, no way. He's on Arizona. He's bad. Yeah, he's you were. Money. I will concede, you were hot on him still quite early on but he's on the fantasy team sanderson is their guy sanderson will be their guy for years to come yes uh chikrin though incredible but have you seen the way sanderson shoots the puck from the point just rips it oh he's nuts he's and he's he's so big he's so tall he's great he's already like a a full grown man shabbat sanderson and chikrin is an incredible you you know what for the 
sake of comparison, Sanderson versus Hughes. Sanderson looks a lot better to me right now. Than Quinn Hughes? No, than... Oh, than Quinn Hughes did. No, not Quinn Hughes. Luke Hughes. Luke Hughes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jack Hughes? (laughs) (laughs) Jake Sanderson is playing better than Jack Hughes right now. (laughs) No. Not my point. Um, Luke Hughes, I think, looks... He looks... His age shows a little bit on the ice. I've watched some of the games, and his defense is a little bit subpar, but I watched Jake Sanderson, and Sanderson's defense is also really good in addition to his offense. It, it, I think he's yeah. he's grown into his body better than it, Luke it, has. It feels like Sanderson's been in the league for years now. He's yeah. been awesome. Um, Josh Norris had a really good... Has, he's had a good comeback. He's been point per game. Yeah. Um, he had two goals in that first game. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously coming back from injury, there was a moment last night against L.A., where, um, you know, it might have been an elbow or something that hit the ice, but, like, he was grasping around his shoulder when he, like, took a hit. Mm. I think he's fine, but, like, a lot of worry in Ottawa about that guy getting injured again. I mean, especially after the yeah, start of the season. Got to bubble like, wrap that guy. Got to bubble wrap that guy. You know, and, you know, it looks like Stutzler's the one who needs bubble wrapping, but it's really <laughs> Josh Norris. Like, Norris should be yeah. should be flopping on the ice every time yeah. he gets ch- touched, but, just, to be ca- just to be careful, you know? Yeah, at some point... The Senators have just got to really, you know, get it together. Like, injuries aside, like, that, like, so many teams deal with injuries every yeah. year, and, like, it doesn't affect them at all. Like, I, it, doesn't they, feel, they, it doesn't feel like they're quite there yet, right? But now. they can't be using these as excuses. No. Yeah. If that's, if, like, they, like, yeah. They can, well, they can not make the playoffs, but they should not be blaming it on injuries. I mean, I, I want to talk about other teams too, but there's so much to talk about with Ottawa. Yeah. Claude Giroux and Tarasenko have been two guys who, like, their veteran presence, insane. Yeah. Tarasenko had a really hot start. Is he going to keep it? I don't think so. Claude Giroux has had a hotter start. I think he's going to keep it. I want, he got an assist last night, and it was like his, his experience was so obvious because it yeah. was, he got a pass from Chikrin. It was fine. He was just on the sideboards. And then he immediately like, puts it right on Kubelik's stick in the perfect spot, perfect yeah. timing. Like He's got that vision. He's he, played a thousand games. He he plays effortlessly. Yeah. He's an incredible player and he's he's ageless. Yeah. He's awesome. He's trying to set the set the yeah. standard for Ottawa. Hundred percent. I think another thing we should talk about is Pierre Dorian is out as GM. Oh. That's a weird one. Um I can't say I know all that much about it. I don't have an opinion, but it seems like the the consensus is that it's like a bit ridiculous that Shane Pinto had like such a huge suspension for this. Like the forty some games seems ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, even to me, like I again, I don't know all that much, but uh, there's I've heard word that it's like it wasn't even he wasn't even betting on hockey. He was betting on other sports. I'm not. I don't like sports gambling. Not a. I don't. I don't gamble. You know, obviously we play fantasy hockey, but there's no money involved. Nobody make fun of us for that. It's like the optimal way to play. Yes, we just have pure fun. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of pride though. Like no one, still no one trades. Like everyone's really scared. <laughs> everyone's really scared to make trades. There's a lot of honor at stake. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I definitely a lot of worry in Ottawa right now. I'd say yeah. like, pretty much. Not everything's gone wrong, but a lot's gone wrong to start the season. This is not how they wanted to start it. No. Um, and now they have to find a new GM, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. A bit <laughs> disappointing to see a GM who built this team as as good as it looks right now. Like, they're still missing something. Yes. I don't know what it is. I think it might be goaltending. But, like, 
they just they just got to get it together. Obviously. Yeah, I think it's up to the players now. But I will say that that Dorian, I saw a stat that during his time as GM, they had the 29th worst record in the league. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing: he was, he was rebuilding them, right? And that's that, true. That's true. And it's over. It's been like, yeah. Five, but six the, years the thing is, over. he hasn't been able to pull them out of it. And I think true. there's been some key mistakes. Like the reason he got fired was because he seemed to have had an aneurysm during this trade, and now they've lost a first-round pick. Yeah, did I, did I say Shane Pinto was the reason? I guess it's it's the Dodonov trade. I think that I think that contributed. I think there's a lot of little things, but I think that was the last straw was the Dodonov thing because yeah. it seems like I can't say even said, like, I don't understand that one. At okay, all. what I think what happened was he he failed to let Vegas yeah. or Anaheim know about the that that yeah. about his no trade list, and so it was just a huge example of just negligence yeah like just he didn't didn't care enough to yeah and it was something that originally vegas got a lot of slack for um but obviously if it's up i didn't i don't i don't know for sure but it sounds like it's up to the teams to send that list over when that trade yeah and especially obviously if you're going to make a trade that needs to be taken into consideration because it's like this is an asset I'm acquiring, yeah. and it here's this limit to what other assets I can get for him, right? Yeah. Like it lowers his value, of course, if you yeah. can't really trade I him think it really teams. embarrassed the Senators just to see that level of incompetence. It's also embarrassing to give a guy like Dodonov a no-trade clause. That's super weird. It's <laughs> not very good. <laughs> that is, yeah. That is, that maybe that should be our key takeaway. That's from our this key takeaway from this. That that I would actually fire him. For. <laughs> it's a ridiculous choice. Um, okay. It's like giving a Jeff Carter a, a no movement clause. What the hell? Is there anyone else in the Metro? I mean, we got. I I think the Devils are worth talking about. Yes, the, the at least de- a little bit. Yeah, the Devils. I think have been. They have a good record so far. But I don't think they've been as dominant as as a lot of people expected. I think I think the dominance that I see is just Jack Hughes. Yeah, it's been really they like they score a ton of points. It's been individual players, but I think that like that whole like the whole team just like taking over a game we haven't really seen yet because they're no, they're been, allowing a lot yeah. of goals, and I think the goaltending is really poor. Yeah, but I also I I do think it's a team thing. I I think yeah. they aren't. They're not controlling the play they did the way they did last year. No, no. They're um yeah. I think yeah, they not all of their lines are firing. Thank you for lifting my mic with your my wire out of the bath with your toe so we don't get electrocuted and die. Okay. My pleasure. Yeah, I mean Jack I think, Hugh, Jack Hughes has been insane. He's what yeah. twenty points and looking like Wayne Gretzky. Twenty points, short. nine games. That's stupid. Fastest to get the twenty points or Fastest get to seventeen points since Lemieux and Gretzky. So that makes me angry. I uh, I couldn't have picked him, but <laughs> yeah, I knew. You knew. I picked him eighth overall. He's a star. Yeah, he's a stud. He's awesome. Luke Hughes himself as well. Yeah, that connection too. It's Watching cool. that power play is so much fun. Oh, they Lord. just they just zip the puck back and forth. And you know you know what's crazy? Like you know a few years ago or maybe even last year, like there was like a little little. You know, little tidbits of like, oh, well, when Quinn Hughes' contract is up, like, he'll want to go to New Jersey or like, mm. Quinn Hughes would For, rather be in Jer- New Jersey. Forget about it. We got Luke. You don't, you don't <laughs> want Quinn Hughes in New Jersey. That's too much. 
Quinn Hughes yeah, is, it's is, like it's like Quinn Hughes is the best defenseman so far this year. Yeah, and at least offensively. Um, yeah, I think it's it's kind of like Eric Carlson coming to San Jose, and then it's like oh, well, we already have Brent Burns, and then Eric Carlson coming to Pittsburgh, but. We've already got Eric Car- or well, it's Chris just, Letang. If Quinn Hughes and Jack Hughes were on the same team, it would be stupid, is what I'm saying. Oh, you think it'd be too good? It'd be way too good. Oh, I was thinking too much offense. I was thinking there'd be not enough time for everyone to play. Yeah, that that too. Because <laughs> right, I think that's what we. But that's it would what, take away from. Luke I think Hughes that's game. yeah. That's what happens when you get two offensive yeah. defensemen together. Is that one of them? has to, you know, you got to put one on power play one, yeah. one on power play two. It seems like Luke Hughes is going to uh, put up much the same in terms of points as Quinn. Like, he's kind of, he's like, should, like in he's sort of, he's, no, yeah, just throughout his career. Like, just, he's he's already kind of matching Quinn out the gate. Like, Quinn had a great rookie year, mm-hmm. um, and Luke is as well. I yeah. think, I mean, obviously they're going to play kind of different games, because, Luke is much bigger than Quinn Hughes. Yeah, we'll see um, if he can add a physical element to his game. I think because he has that potential, but I don't think he's doing it yet because he's still pretty like he looks like a like a very he still looks like a boy out there to me. He looks pretty skinny. Yeah, I mean, with a guy like Dougie out there with him too, like uh, yeah, I I can only hope that he Dougie's gonna instill some yeah he's getting big giant man. Yeah. strategy onto him or something i don't know i feel like he's playing he's playing with better defensemen than than quinn did 100 when he was a rookie and on a much better team yeah um you know uh what else in the metro anyone the else flyers <sighs> they've Ken had acne has been insane they've had some good rookie showings bobby brink has been really good out of the gate carter hart's had a great start did i thought you just said he got injured he did didn't he he had a great start though well <laughs> can't take that away from him <laughs> And it can't get worse History now for a books while. Will prove that he he did he did play this season. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's only out for a few weeks, I don't think. Okay, I think or maybe a few well, months. I don't know. By then, the Flyers will hopefully be irrelevant. So, yep. Uh, I expect, they will be. I expect it to happen. Tortorella has been great for them, though. They, yeah, they, they well, can compete during their games. Here's here's what it's been. It's been the difference has been Couturier is back. That's huge. And that's going to be just enough. This is actually perfect. I love this. He's going to be just good enough to make the Flyers just good enough to finish, like, what, like 25th in the league? And then they're going to get, like, the 10th overall pick, and then they'll be just, like, stuck in this endless cycle of mediocrity, and they're not going to get anywhere. Thank you, Travis Konechny and Sean Couturier, for fighting your way. way. Get me away from that first overall pick. Love to call this... The Nashville Predators dilemma. Yeah, I think it's a similar thing. Well, Nashville Predators have a... When I look at their lineup, it looks like the San Jose Sharks plus Ryan O'Reilly and... Oh, but you know and they're, F- you know, you know they're going to finish right in the middle. Yeah, they've 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 got a... I mean, just like the Boston Bruins, they've got a culture of of consistency. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, a different level of consistency. They've got their stars, though. Forsberg's their stuff. That is the problem. That is their problem. <laughs> and they what they don't have is is an ability to make up their fucking mind. <laughs> Sorry to swear so harshly on the podcast. They deserve it. It's been twenty five years of this. Yeah. Ryan O'Reilly's been great though. Yes. He's been money. Yeah. That'll make Toronto fans mad. Yeah. I mean, give him that top spot. He's you know, obviously he's I mean, yeah, put anyone in there, and they're probably going to put up a few points, but good for him. 
Yeah, I think we need to probably speed up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we need to get into the West. We're in the West now. We're in the West now. We have, we have entered the West. Just skipped so much of the Metro, but that's that's the idea. We don't want to talk about every team. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about Kokanyemi before we go to the West. Oh, okay. Uh, he's had a realistic shooting percentage. He's point per game right now. Yeah, I think he is worthy of a fantasy pickup. Yep. Uh, I picked up William Carlson instead of him, but... Uh, the Hurricanes, though... Have been perplexing. They do not have a. They've had a pretty mediocre start. Yeah, it's a little bit concerning, given how much, how many people are picking them as their cup favorites. I think they'll get it together. I think their goaltending is a question. I think Freddie Anderson's kind <laughs> as of as it out always of it. has been. The thing is, they're just not. They don't seem willing to make changes. Oh, uh, before we go to the West, I got to mention on again on the Hurricanes. Jacob Slavin had a hot start. He was one of the top-scoring defensemen for the first week or two. No. Do not pick him up. Do not pick him up. Don't pick him up at all. He's He doesn't do that. Like He's out there. Every time he puts the puck in the net, he's like, God, that's not what I'm trying to do out here. He's like, I need to stop doing this. Because he is one of the best defensive defensemen in the league, as we mentioned before, and is in our reels on our Instagram. Jacob Slavin does not score points. He hates doing it. When he does, it burns. Like, he gets he gets welts on his hand. He's like, stop it. Don't, don't, I'm telling Jacob Slavin to stop it because it's bad for him. Don't pick up Jacob Slavin. He's There's like, David's Don Cherry moment. Yeah, thank you. Him and I are much the same, aside from the off-color comments. <laughs> uh, but when I get older... <laughs> no. <laughs> When I'm a senior citizen, that's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> Might hate on Europeans a little bit more. Nah, that's fine. <laughs> that yeah, is... they're, they're safe. Yeah, that, that is pretty safe. Yeah, but that yeah. was that was Don Cherry's uh, shtick. So. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about the West. Let's go all the way west to Europe. And by Europe, I mean Las Vegas. Las Vegas is crazy. They're so good. I'm loving it. They just don't have a hole in their lineup. When I look at their roster, I've looked at their roster every year, and I've been like, this is not doing it for me. But they've got an incredible defense. That's undeniable. And they just, like, I don't know what they do. I don't know if they're having team, like, pizza parties or, like, they all, like, text each other good night every night. Or but, they're like, doping. Or they've got a really good and tight group chat they all send funny pictures to but they are cohesive that i that i feel like is has been the vegas thing since they got to the league they've got a sense of cohesiveness they're just better than they were when they came into the league obviously they've got stars now like stone and eichel but like but their 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 stardom takes a backseat to yeah to the team collective Eichel's had a great start, but Eichel doesn't need to play even point per game or no, above you, it. you can take several nights off, and somehow yeah. the fourth line will pick up the slack. There's They they all trust each other. Guys like, like William Carrier. William Carlson on the third line. He's not even on the power play. He's no, point per game right ridiculous. now. That's stupid. I picked him up on fantasy, and I'm like looking at, I keep looking at the lineup on daily faceoff. Like, am I really doing this? Am I really getting the Vegas third line center like this yes. makes no sense yes, you are i am i am and, and this is why i have 
both of their goalies. Yeah, Logan that makes Thompson me really mad. Uh, fantasy pickups pick up either they're they're gonna win they every win. second game and they won't play. But Jansen has both, so he's got a goalie every night who wins a game. How angering is that? <laughs> That's ridiculous. And they get assists that I don't that I don't collect points. For. Yeah, but they get assists, which but which helps. They're actually yeah offensive. That's the cohesiveness. They're like they're like guys like. We can't leave Hill and Thompson out of this. Like they want points too. Like let them if they if they pass to you, really try to score. We want to get them some points. You know we can. You know what are they tied with Johnny Gaudreau right now? That's ridiculous. No, uh, it's really like the point where they're like they're winning. They're winning by so many goals that they're like, yeah. let's just pass the puck around. Oh my god! Let's, now the first goal is actually just about having fun. Aiden Hill and. Logan Thompson are lights out, and at the same time, they're contributing just as much offensively as the $10 million man, Jonathan Huberto. Let's go to Calgary and let's talk about this pile of dog shit. They look so bad. And if there's anyone on that team worse than Huberto, it's Nazem Kadri right now. And I hate that because I really like Nazem Kadri. And I like, I like his... I just I, I've I've really enjoyed him the past few years, except for last year and this year. Like when he was with Colorado, he was insane. It was like so good to see his career yeah. surge back, and it was like you know that was like a dream scenario. Like I would love to see him play, like to have stayed there. Like and but he couldn't because of the cap. Yeah, but that was just perfect. And he it, like he had all the haters, and he would come back in the playoffs, and he would just show up, and like. You know, get suspended. <laughs> did he get suspended that playoff? He got did. suspended. He gets suspended every playoff. Multiple playoffs. I love Nazem Kadri, uh, but he's been so bad. He's got like two, three points right now. Uh, he got yeah. a, he got an assist on Connor Zari's goal, which was great to see. Yeah. But you know, to to need a guy who's played his whole career in the AHL so far to get you a point, Nazem Kadri is not playing up to the you know what his contract was. I mean, that's on that's on Calgary, you know. That's on them for bringing him in, you know, and it signing is. him. That's I that's mean, on them for sure. That's not that's not Kadri's fault. Kadri's had a long career yeah. where he's not really a point per game player. Like he's just a really good supplementary guy who's physical and like you know gets those peripheral yeah. numbers too. Yeah, I think I think they signed him out of fear. I think a little bit because they just need they needed somebody to fill the gap or else they'd have nobody yeah. a little patience would have been nice yeah they they could have done a, a pretty like quick rebuild i think yeah if they had just like sunk to the bottom really fast they have they've they've got great pieces it's just that they're relying on stars who aren't stars right now yeah huberto might not ever be huberto's sad because huberto is like i mean obviously he was super pissed when he got traded out of florida yeah i heard on you know the guys in the spit and chicklets were saying like that's a good chance that that's the reason. Obviously, they don't know, they don't know they're not in his head, but that to me makes a lot of sense. That like that might be why. Like he's his his yeah. heart is not in Calgary, and he's. I mean, I'm just thinking about the weather change. I mean, imagine going oh, from my God. sunny twenty degrees to minus twenty. Like he's can't waking get out up, your front door. Can't get out of your bed. Like you get out and like the floor is cold. I we know what it's like in Ottawa. Like it's chilly getting. Yeah, out why of do you bed. think we're in here? <laughs> like we're in a warm tub right now. And we're gonna we're not we don't want to get out of here because it's chilly on the floor right here. Yeah. And Huberto's dealing with something much worse, and it's a it's coming from a change of like one of the nicest, warmest places on earth with 
obviously, you know, the weirdest collection of people on earth. It's Florida. I mean, overdone jokes, but like that is a weird collection of people. When you make $10 million a year, you have enough money to avoid them. Yeah, you do. And they don't even know who you are because they don't go to the games. That's true. They're too busy. You don't need to hide. Jumping into Kentucky fried chicken air fry, uh, not air fryers. They don't have air fryers in there. Nor would a Florida man ever jump into an air fryer. It's, to them, they'll be like, that's a sauna. And then they'll just, like, give me the oil. <laughs> oil me up. I don't know. Sorry, Florida. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> kind of deserved it. Yeah. Okay. Um, geez. You know, Calgary's so bad. Uh, Markstrom's yeah. been... And I, this is for real. This is. I think this is who they are. And if they don't, I don't know what they could do. If I was the GM there... I would. I would be trying. Be so sad. I'd be selling all of these pieces off. Except I don't think you can. You no, can't. You, you can't. Obviously, you can't. You can't move Huberdeau. Kadri's only probably movable with some um, sweeteners, maybe some salary retention. So it, it looks pretty hopeless. But let's let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on to Edmonton, who's also, also been yeah. huge like huge struggles. I, I think it's I think Edmonton there's a lot more hope. Yeah. The same pieces as last year. When you have the two best players arguably in the world. It's, yeah. You can't be this bad. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a cohesion problem. You know, put all those guys in Vegas jerseys. They're winning the cup every year. For like seven years straight. You know what I mean? Like it, there's yeah. there's a cohesion problem here. Yeah. Right? And uh, a defense problem. Goaltending. Yeah. They're they're not stopping pucks. Yeah, that was that was really bad asset management. The Jack putting Campbell all the, signing putting was all so of that money into that one guy who who never proved he never proved anything actually. Yeah, that was such a desperate move. Yeah, it, but they, there's no patience. It's it's gonna turn around, but it would be a lot better. It could have been a lot better if they'd played their cards better. But they're gonna make the playoffs. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, they have to turn around. But let's keep going west. Vancouver. Vancouver. Vancouver's a team, you know, I think... So exciting. There was a lot of hype around Vancouver and Calgary, especially from, from this guy right here. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and you're certainly right about Vancouver. And oh. You're definitely more hyped about Vancouver. Like, yes, I they, believe... They've got a much better roster. I believed in huge resurgences from guys like Demko and Miller... And yeah, it's Hughes. Hughes didn't even have that bad of a year, but now he's like a Norris contender. He's, he can score goals now. He's playing defense too. I saw a stat that it was like the first five or so games he wasn't on the ice for a single goal against. That's crazy. That's nuts. I mean, JT Miller's been so awesome. Yeah. Uh, just you know, obviously an all-around player who can really fight in those corners if he needs to. Um, scores lots of great goals. Brock Besser's come out of nowhere. He had way too out of a start. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really want him in a fantasy league. Oh yeah, temper the expectations. But, but on a hockey team, he's been. He's great. one. He's the secondary scoring you need. Yeah, he's he's awesome, and he, he still puts in goals. Yeah, uh, you know he had like what, it was like two goals last night or something. I, don't know, I mean, when you yeah, they beat the Sharks ten one. Such a hilarious game. <laughs> that was so I love fun. when stuff like this yeah. happens. Sharks. I live to see 10-goal games in the NHL. And that was like, oh, watching that game was like, it, I mean, I, I didn't watch it live, but I watched the recap, and like, every one of those plays, it's like, 
You're like, yeah, no, I, the sharks aren't even challenging for that puck. Like, they don't even want it. Like, <laughs> they, they're just praying that Blackwood or Kakinen is back there and, like, ready to take it. They all just take, turn into a bunch of Huberdos. Yeah, but worse. <laughs> yeah, Duclair's got a point in 10 games, I think. Yeah. That's so sad to see for a guy who's so just great. Leaving Blackwood uh, out to dry there. Yeah. Um, I think that's as much as we can say about San Jose. Yeah, they're pick I, up they're, this is actually good. This is exactly where they want to be. Yeah. This is great for the rebuild. They're going to get that number one pick, maybe. Celebr- Celebrini plus Eklund will be great. Yeah, they'll be fine. Sharks Eventually. Fans, don't worry. This is much better than being the Nashville Predators. Or, is the, Phil- or the Philadelphia Fri- Flyers. Friars. Yes, the Friars. Except it's, you know... Sucks for you that you, yes, know, you, you have don't want to, to go watch. You have games. to have a couple really, really horrible years. But is it not much better than the well, you decades? Know you know what's beautiful about that? Like, if we had the San Jose Sharks in town, we'd go to every game. You know what I mean? Like that. Well, not every game, but I'd, I'd go often because it's like you've got great teams coming to town, and like it's like you get to watch the Harlem Globetrotters every night because like <laughs> you've got like you know an like a team of. NHL professionals, and then you've got the San Jose Sharks just getting danced around and assaulted every night, and it's like, this is a circus. It's so much fun to watch, and I wish I could be there to, to watch it. Uh, so San Jose fans, you're lucky. I'm so jealous that we have to watch the Ottawa Senators get beat by a little bit, and it's like, they're so close, but like you guys get to go there, and you know what's going to happen. It's like, uh, it's like, you know, when you... Watch your favorite show before going to bed. You're like, I just watch it because it's familiar. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I could go there. I could fall asleep in the stands. I could go have a great time. You know, like bring a bunch of friends there. Be like, hey, do you want to watch a comedy special tonight? You know what I mean? Like bring a bunch of beers. <laughs> and the tickets are probably like 10 bucks. So it's like, it's economical. Oh, it, it sure is. I mean, the team's probably struggling financially right now. But Yeah, but like that gives all the power to you. Yep. Exactly. Head out to your San Jose Sharks games. And I think this has some... I have something to say about Eric Carlson here. I think he thrives on bad teams, at least in his later part of his career. I think if he was on uh, the current even San Jose Sharks... earlier part of his career, the yeah, Senators true. were bad. True. I think he would throw down probably a historic season with the San Jose Sharks. I think he'd be like... His trade value would shoot to the moon. I think he'd be getting like 200 points because it's like... He's the only guy out there who's even allowed to play. The coach is probably like, nobody else can score except for... Yeah, I really wish that was the case. Yeah. I, I kind of wish he didn't move to see that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, let's keep moving, dance around the West. Anaheim Ducks. I've had a mm-hmm. wicked start. Very excited. It's won many games in a yeah. row. Uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's guys who, you know, you might expect, you might not. Lucas Destal really took over while Gibson was hurt mm-hmm. and Gibson wasn't playing very well. Destal has kind of been the de facto starter right now. I don't know if I used that word correctly, but Destal's been like really good. You know, he's putting up great numbers. Great start for him. Mason McTavish on Jansen's oh, team. You got him as a free agent. Just, a, that just a lucky pickup. I was like, yeah, we'll give this guy a spin for one game. We'll probably drop uh, him after. Now he's a mainstay on my team. Now he's going to be a scorer for he's years to gonna come. He's going to be a point per game. He's, at, he's, on, a, he's on a 100 point pace right yeah, now. He's not going to keep that, but that's still, he's still cooking and rightfully so. He's a great player. Yeah. It's we very watched exciting. him live. We watched him in Hamilton, did we? Yes, we did. He was he was good in Hamilton. And we he is like, our friend's best friend, allegedly. Yeah, I won't, won't say names, but he's friends with Mason. So, you know who you are. 
friend of Mason. Okay, let's keep going. I mean, Troy Terry on that team, too. Oh, yeah, great. I've got him, too. And then Trevor Zegris oh, has been lights out the on bad, himself. The bad boy. The bad boy. The moment other people on his team start scoring, he's like, that's my job. I'm supposed to be the only guy who does I'm that. I'm supposed to be the empty point getter. Yeah, what the heck, guys? And then he has two points in nine games. He's... <laughs> He's empty right now, which is sad, you know, especially from a guy who was the cover of NHL. You know, he's a skilled player who's like was has gotten like sixty some points past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, been waiting on that point per game season, Trevor Zegris. Um, I think it. I think obviously he's not going to stay like this forever. No, he's gonna he's gonna settle back into whatever yeah. he was doing. But what he was doing, I just wasn't impressive for me. I don't know what the problem is. I, there's a lot of hate for Trevor Zegris. Um, out there, I don't, I don't hate him, but I'm not liking what I'm seeing. When I saw him live in Ottawa, I was like, "This guy's not trying. He's just like doing funny little poses between plays, like, <laughs> just little stretches, and he's like just just warming up as just, if he's about to do a McDavid thing, and he just doesn't do just it. Head in the clouds, just twirling a stick. That's, yeah, just like this would felt like. There's no substance to his game. Yeah, right now he's just signing jerseys. He's yeah. got to figure it out. Um, Good not, for the league, not not the greatest for the Ducks. No, not right now. Um, we'll see. It'll all be fine when he scores another Michigan goal. Yeah, that'll all be okay. Uh, maybe he's just like a, a Datsuk who doesn't score any points and doesn't play defense either. Um, so, Anaheim Ducks have been very great. Uh, who else on in the West shall we talk about? We should talk about the Kings. The Kings look like... Terrible start. Phoenix Copley, a guy who I picked up. In fantasy, I didn't know anything about him. I thought he was like a young goalie. After last year, I was like, oh yeah, he, him and Corpus Allo are the best tandem in the league. And, you know, Corpus Allo goes out, Phoenix Copley's the starter from here on in. I didn't know he was like 30-something and like hadn't been good Just in years. Just like a journeyman. I had no idea. He's terrible. He's so bad. He's like, I mean, I read a thing in the the, uh, the Athletic about like, or I don't know, somewhere, somewhere it said that like, like Cam Talbot's been like the only goalie for them. Yeah, he's a starter. But good for Talbot, though. I mean, would have been nice to see in Ottawa. Like, what the hell? But good for him in L.A., putting it together. Our neighbors are home. (laughs) I wonder if it's picking up on the mic. Here, I'm going to step out for a second, just make sure we're recording on both. Yeah. Um, And then we'll, we'll just rip through the end. Okay, yeah, I feel like we've been taking our sweet time. Recording here? Recording here, wow, okay. Okay, good. It's almost like when we have phone battery and don't get phone calls. <laughs> Our phones record. Wonderful. Okay. This modern age. Alright, this bath is getting chillier. We're gonna we're gonna start rolling through this. Uh, we were just talking with the LA Kings. Cam yeah. Talbot's been a a gleam of glimmer of hope. I, that's a team. I, that's, I wouldn't call it a glimmer of hope. They ha- have a great team. They do. <laughs> they're they're a legitimate uh, playoff contender here. Cam Talbot's always solid. I mean, yeah. wasn't all that great in Ottawa, but that was Ottawa. Uh, they've they've got a real good defensive system there. At the yeah. same time, like it's also it feels to me like a cohesion thing up front too. Like obviously, Kempi and Fiala are both star-like players like they're both great mm-hmm. they're both over point per game right now um but then you've got like secondary scoring dubois 
yeah. was pretty awesome. They just when they, he scored against Winnipeg. They just might be the deepest team in the league when it comes. Yeah. Well, the Vegas aside, um, they when just it comes seem like to that scoring yeah. by committee approach. They just seem like Vegas light in yeah. in branding and in play. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, they do. They do bear many similarities. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, Moving along, why don't we why don't we head down to Arizona? Arizona is the same. I feel like as like yeah, they, they've they've uh, they've taken a good, step they've, forward. They've made some strides. Logan Cooley looking like the first overall pick in that draft for yeah. sure. Slavkovsky's not been great. Um, he needs to go down the AHL. Yeah, Slavkovsky does. I even Logan saw, Cooley does not need to go there. I even saw the the Coyotes taunting yeah. the Canadians about it on Twitter or something. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's 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 earned. Warranted. Earned. Yes. Uh, Logan Cooley will never play a game in the AHL in his life. Uh, mm-hmm. If is. it was up to me, at least he shouldn't. No, he he seems like a mainstay in the NHL no. now. If they want to win games, they got to put that guy on the yeah. ice. He just finally got his first goal. He's still scoring lots of points. You know, oh, yeah, he's I think he's got like seven points, nine games for a rookie. Yeah, he's a, for anyone. He's a Calder contender. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I guess. Well, yeah, you can talk about Keller too. Keller kind of slowed down in the past few games. Um, getting lots of shots on net. Got some good peripherals. That guy's a great player. Yeah. Um, Arizona has secondary scoring. Yeah, they've got that depth now. now that's a, that's the difference. That's so weird. It again, it's it's one of those things where it's like the team is a team. Yeah, you look at the team and you actually know who the players are. Yeah. Like and it's, there's it's been way too many years of like not knowing that who who are these. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. I mean, some of them were there. You know, some of them made a name for themselves, like Lawson Kraus. Krause is not the craziest player in the world, but he's like a good depth guy. Like yes, he's great. I saw last line. Maybe it was, I think it was last game. Chipped in two goals. So. He'll, he'll throw in a goal every once in a while. Matias Michelli, yes, low key a guy continuing who I, on last year. I haven't brought him up to anyone in my life yet because he's a left winger who's been cooking right now, and I need one for my fantasy team because I just have Forsberg and Stutzla, who are both great, but I need a third guy. And I didn't want to tell anyone about him, but Matias Michelli, he had three games of no points to start the season, and I was like, this guy's out. And then he's back in. He's been great. Um, probably a little, a little, a little disappointing for Arizona has been Barrett Hayton, not really trying to take that next step. Arizona has had too many like top ten picks not work out. Yeah, you know what is working out for them though? Sean Dursey, number one defenseman on that team. They have Dumba as well too, eh? Like they've got they've got reinforcements back there. I don't know how good Dumba's been because I know he was he was really falling apart in Minnesota. Oh, okay, fair. But I don't know. experienced guys, experienced. It's true. Guys, yeah, they they fine. probably better than whoever was the placeholder before. Yeah, you know, um, Carl Vamelka, he was great last year. He's a guy who can, you know, I think I think he had like a nine hundred something save percentage last year, but it's like. As a starter for the Arizona Coyotes, that's quite impressive. Yes. And he can throw up big games. He throws up streaks of, like, 920s. Mm-hmm. He's a great goalie. Absolutely. And he's had a wicked start this season, and deservedly so. I totally forget who their backup is, but whoever their backup is is fine. Is it, like, Ingram? I think it's Ingram. Ingram's been good. Yeah. Um, Reliable enough as yeah. a backup. Can let's, let's, let's go to Dallas. <sighs> Dallas. Slow start, right? Not, not the greatest No, arc. they're 7-1-1. One, one. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm wrong. Jason they're, Robertson had a slow yes, start. Yes, okay, they, they had some, yeah. 
Hints has had a slow start. Their stars have. Hints is playing really good. Jamie Ben, well, he's, yeah, they're playing good now. No, Jamie Ben has not. I'd say is the biggest. Like they're already an elite team, but I think if Robertson hits the next level, I, I don't think. I think a lot of people, uh, mainly our friend in our league who has Robertson, like had a bit of a small panic at the start of the season. I don't think Robertson's a question mark. Robertson's not going to be a question mark until he's like thirty. That guy's incredible, you know. He just can't skate. <laughs> if he can figure out a way to, to get the puck without skating, like, just, he'll be fine. I showed you this last, a few days ago, the last goal he scored, where Ruby Hintz did, like, all of the work, just, like, <laughs> was bending over backwards to get the puck and then go around a guy and then turns backwards and drops the puck back to Robertson, who was... He was actually standing at the blue line <laughs> while the puck was in his own zone <laughs> for like probably 10 seconds and then took about three steps into the zone. Hints is already almost at the net and Robertson's only gotten to the top of the circle. He's trying hard though. He's trying hard <laughs> he to get gets the puck. Point. He swings his stick as hard as he can. He hits somebody else's stick, breaks their stick. The puck barely gets off his stick. But somehow, somehow, it goes past the goalie. Was it like? Wasn't it like a ground shot? Yeah, it goes like rolling along the ice, <laughs> and the guy's the other guy's stick just explodes. But the puck's going so slow. I think he made a deal with the devil. It doesn't make any sense. It's like definitely some divine forces at play to get that that puck. Nothing that. about that should have worked. <laughs> It's so weird. Oh boy, yeah, but that's fun. Dallas keeps rolling. The big D. Um, let me think. Who else would I like to talk about in the West? We talking about Bedard. He slowed down. Oh, we have to talk about Bedard. Bedard is like, obviously he's he's showing. I think what he needs to show. Yes, I think, I think he's, he's he's still shooting out so many pucks. I think he's gonna have hot streaks yeah. like he did. He's he's doing what he still needs to do. It's like you know he's still like in the race for the Calder. Mm-hmm. And he's on a terrible team. Yeah, he's on, you know, you know what should be San Jose. I think the difference in Chicago has been Bedard. You know, they totally deconstructed that lineup, and they've got guys who are stepping up because it's like we have Bedard. Mm-hmm. Like there's hope on that team, and there's a reason to play every night. And I think Bedard's also obviously a reason to watch the Chicago Blackhawks every night because it's like, is he gonna do it again? Yeah, and I think he, the players might be getting, you know caught up in that excitement of, like, every time they go somewhere, they know it's going to be, like, a full rink to watch Bedard, and I think that might add a little bit of motivation to I play better. I think even on this less than a point-per-game pace, I think Bedard is still electric. Yeah. I, I think he's still driving the play. He's still showing you what you need to see at yeah. this point in his career. He doesn't need to have a point-per-game start like McDavid did. He's a different player. They're not the same guy. You know, he's a shooter. He's a guy who has a wicked release, you know? He shoots like Matthews. He's got a great start to his, his career right now. Wouldn't be worried at all. And the Chicago Blackhawks still find ways to win games. You know, they're gonna get, they are gonna they got blown out by Arizona the other day. doesn't um, matter whether they win win games. No. Ultimately, they don't want to because then they get another guy. Yeah. There, like, you know? I think Crosby's Crosby's rookie year was bad in, t- in terms of the team. McDavid's. Yeah. First, uh, first year was bad for the Oilers. Yeah, you just you just want to give Bedard a chance. I would say, 
if he's not getting injured and he's still driving the play, that's a wonderful start for his career. Yeah. That's what you like enough to see. Said. Yeah, enough said. Uh, I know that this is back in the East, but, you know, a guy, a guy to bring up in terms of that Calder race is Adam Fantilli. Not leading it by any means, but a guy who's going out there every night and also yeah, showing experience. I feel like he's been quiet. I haven't heard too much. I think the rookie race has gotten quiet. Like, there's a lot of guys who are at that same pace, but, like, no one's... No one's on that point per game pace anymore, really. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's like, okay, well, they're not point per game players. They're not like currently stars. It's like, okay, well, yeah, they're kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, of course. Yeah. Leo Carlson's had a great start. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, back to Anaheim. Carlson and Mint Yukov or whatever. Both those guys electric. Mint Yukov is, you know, kind of outpacing Carlson for that Calder race right now. And it's not going to stay like that, but. Because Carlson's got that really good chemistry with Terry, but yeah, just I have think, two rookies who are doing that. Is yeah, if looking at how things are going right now, I think if if Carlson sticks around on the top line and keeps building with uh, his chemistry with Terry, he could he could definitely run away with the Calder. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That guy's awesome. Um, Something I'd like to talk about Please. is Minnesota. Oh God, Minnesota has really <laughs> been a mystery. I own Philip Gustafson on my fantasy team, and he's been so bad since that first shutout. Yeah. He's been under 900 every game, hands down. Like, it's not even a surprise when it happens. He's he's not playing great. Marc-Andre Fleury is doing his best, but he's not playing great either, you know? it's The tandem's not working right now, and, like, nobody's saving them, you know? Yeah. I think um, the offense needs to needs to pick up some of the slack. We gotta see a lot from Boldy and Caprizov. Boldy just came back, and you know what? I have Boldy and Caprizov on my fantasy team, and Boldy came back last night, chipped in two assists. Of course, he has four points this season in three games. I think we could be seeing a massive season from Boldy. Yeah, and I think that will really help out Caprizov. Yeah, especially when he's got Zuccarello as well, who's also still point per game pace. He's awesome. Um, who wants to talk about? I have nothing to say about St. Louis. No. Jeez, uh, trying to think who else we can talk about. I feel like we've covered the bases. I think so. Um, can talk about neck guards. Oh yeah, wear, you got to wear neck guards. That's rest yeah. in peace, Adam Johnson. I haven't been wearing my neck guard. Um, for the past few years, and I'm going to wear one tomorrow at our game. 100%. That's a scary thing to happen. Yeah. Uh, I know, think obviously a freak accident. Nobody's fault. Like that's yeah. not. You can't blame that on the player. Yeah. But as as much as it as it, it is a freak accident, you you need to prepare for the scenario. And 100%. I think NHL players should be taking responsibility and yeah. and at least trying them. Hundred percent. I, I, they, they're weightless. <laughs> yeah, they really. I mean, yeah, they get, think, they take, think, they take a game or two to, to get used to, but like after that, it's just part of your skin. If it's just a requirement for hockey everywhere, the odds of an accident like that happening again is, is nothing. You know. Yeah. And if, you know, obviously, no one deserves to die in a game of hockey. That's super sad. But the best we can do for this guy is to allow his legacy to prevent other people from dying in that same way. I, yeah. th- I think everyone should be wearing neck guards, and that's no doubt. Yes. That's a really important thing to say. Thank you for adding that. Of course. Anything else we want to say, Jansen? 
Wear a helmet. Yeah. Do, Do that, that too. too. Um, Wear a jock. Mm-mm. Oh. I would say... I'm, uh, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to hear your reasoning behind the reason why you won't be wearing a jock at tonight's game. I think players should chemically castrate themselves. <laughs> To play. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out <laughs> if I can figure out how. <laughs> Alright, are we good to go? I think we're good to go. Alright, thank you for paying attention to the Stanley Scrub once again. I mean, sorry to our 14 viewers from last week who decided to. Alright. Ruin everything. Alright. <laughs> Thanks for watching the Stanley Scrub. See you later. Cheers.